Hello, and welcome to Physician Assistant in a Flash, the flashcard style podcast to get you ready for your clinical medicine exams, end of rotation exam, pack rat, pants, or panry. By now, you should know all of the content, and you're ready to start actively recalling the information that you need to pass your exam. Join me if you are ready to become a physician assistant in a flash. Greetings, podcasters. We are really just getting started with internal medicine cardiology. If you tuned into episode one, we did a super brief overview, but covered a nice mix of cardiology topics. In this episode, we're really going to get into it. If you're new to the podcast, the way we do things around here is I review topic lists provided by the PAEA or the NCCPA for your exams. I ask a question and you either guess or give me the answer, and then I tell you what I've got, and hopefully we come up with the same thing. The goal is active studying, so even if you don't know the answer, I want you to think through it. Pause and take a longer moment if you have to. And lastly, if your goal is to study by content area, like all cardiology topics, check out the website at the link in the description. I try to keep it nice and organized for whatever your study goals are. You can study all of internal medicine or all of cardiology and so on. Okay, let's get back to internal medicine cardiology. For this end of rotation exam, it's 20% of that exam, it's 13% of the pants. This is a big one, so let's get started. List four drug classes that can be used for the treatment of essential hypertension. Diuretics, this includes thiazides, loop diuretics, and potassium sparing, though they're pretty commonly used. ACE inhibitors, angiotensin receptor blockers, or ARBs, calcium channel blockers, beta blockers, alpha-1 blockers, and direct vasodilators. Which blood marker is most sensitive for determining if heart failure is the cause of a patient's dyspnea? Brain natriuretic peptide, or BNP. An EKG shows progressive prolongation of the PR interval until finally a P wave fails to conduct. What's the most likely diagnosis? A second degree Mobitz 1 block, which is also called a Wenckebach. A deep S wave in EKG lead V1 and a broad R wave in lead V6 should make you think of what diagnosis? A left bundle branch block. What is the treatment for rheumatic fever? Penicillin and bed rest. What is the leading risk factor for developing Berger's disease, also known as thromboangiitis obliterans? Smoking. Which arteries are most likely to be affected by peripheral arterial disease? The superficial femoral artery and the popliteal artery. What is Dressler's syndrome? 
postmyocardial infarction pericarditis. What is the most common valvular disease? Aortic stenosis. What is Virchow's triad? Venous stasis, hypercoagulability, and endothelial damage. Which heart murmurs present with a mid-systolic click? Mitral regurgitation and mitral valve prolapse. A patient experiences leg pain after sitting for extended periods of time. Upon standing, the legs become bluish in color. The pain fades and color returns to normal after the patient, quote, walks it off a bit. What is the treatment of choice? Compression stockings and leg elevation to manage peripheral venous disease. According to the Joint National Committee, or JNC, what is the recommended maintenance blood pressure for a 65-year-old white male with essential hypertension and no other comorbidities? Less than 150 over 90. What EKG changes may be associated with unstable angina? ST depression or T wave inversion. List some medications used for post myocardial infarction maintenance therapy. ACE inhibitors, statins, and aspirin. What is the pathophysiology of a first degree heart block? It's caused by delayed action of the AV node. What medications are used to treat acute onset atrial fibrillation? And what medications are used to treat chronic atrial fibrillation? Acute AFib should be managed with calcium channel blockers or beta blockers for rate control. I like diltiazem or metoprolol. Chronic AFib requires anticoagulation. And why is it that chronic AFib requires anticoagulation? What's the most concerning complication of untreated chronic AFib? Thrombosis. What are some causes of cardiac tamponade? Malignancy is the most common cause, but others are pericarditis, myocardial infarction, heart failure, aortic dissection, heart trauma, and heart surgery. What lifestyle modifications are recommended for patients with congestive heart failure? Smoking cessation is number one. 
then restrict sodium and fluids, and increase physical activity. Describe the presentation of infectious endocarditis. Fever, shortness of breath, new heart murmur, cough, arthralgia, petechial hemorrhages, painful osler nodes, Janeway lesions, Roth spots, and be particularly concerned if um, the patient is an IV drug user. What is the recommended screening process for dyslipidemia? There's a lot to cover here. Screen children once between ages 9 to 11 and again from 16 to 18. Screen adults with at least one risk factor starting at age 20. And then screen all men starting at age 35. Depending on risk factors, we're going to repeat the lipid panel every one to six years. A patient's EKG shows an irregularly irregular pattern with no P waves. What is the most likely diagnosis? Atrial fibrillation. What positions will increase the murmur of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy? Valsava and standing. Remember that this is the opposite of normal murmurs. Valsalva and standing usually decrease the intensity of murmurs. Describe the EKG findings associated with atrial flutter. Flutter waves are there instead of P waves. So there will be multiple flutter waves leading up to each QRS complex, creating a sawtooth pattern and the atrial rate is really high, it's something like 300. Define Beck's triad. Hypotension, soft heart sounds, and jugular venous distension. It's associated with cardiac tamponade. What is the pathophysiology of Raynaud's phenomenon? It's a peripheral arterial disease causing an exaggerated vasospastic response to cold temperatures or emotional stress. What heart murmur presents with a loud S1 opening snap? Mitral stenosis. What is the preferred endocarditis prophylaxis for patients with a prosthetic valve undergoing a dental procedure? Amoxicillin, clindamycin, or azithromycin? What is the vasopressor of choice um, for patients in cardiogenic shock? Dobutamine or dopamine? List three risk factors for developing varicose veins.
oral contraceptives, prolonged standing, pregnancy, obesity, venous insufficiency, and family history. What is first-line treatment for hyperlipidemia? Statins like atorvastatin or rubastatin. Which cardiac marker is the most reliable indicator of myocardial ischemia? Troponin T. What is the leading cause of right-sided heart failure? Left-sided heart failure. What is the pathophysiology of Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome? There is an accessory pathway. It's called the bundle of Kent. It's between the atria and ventricles. So the electrical signal sometimes bypasses the AV node and causes pre-excitation of the Purkinje fiber system, causing transient supraventricular tachycardia. Describe the presentation of pericarditis. Pleuritic chest pain that is relieved by sitting up and leaning forward. It's worsened by laying supine or deep inspiration. You might hear muffled heart sounds or a friction rub at the left sternal border. What medication is used to manage torsade de point? IV magnesium sulfate. What will a chest x-ray look like in patients with a pericardial effusion? The heart will be described as globular, water bottle shaped, or flask shaped. A patient presents to clinic complaining of paresthesias, dull ache, and red discoloration of the fingers. The symptoms occur frequently every winter and infrequently during other seasons. The patient is a current smoker but has no other medical history. What is the treatment of choice? Calcium channel blockers for Raynaud's disease. What is the best treatment for mitral regurgitation? surgery. What medications can help prevent the progression of peripheral artery disease? Aspirin, statins, ACE inhibitors, and anticoagulants. What effect does cardiogenic shock have on cardiac output? it decreases cardiac output. Which location is best for auscultating the heart murmur of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy? The lower left sternal border. A patient admitted to the ICU is experiencing new onset chest pain and shortness of breath for the last 10 minutes that is not relieved by nitroglycerin. An EKG does not show any ST elevation, 
Troponins are elevated. What is the most likely diagnosis? Non-STEMI myocardial infarction. Since there are troponins, we know it's not angina. And if it were a STEMI, there would be ST elevation. What is the treatment of choice for ventricular fibrillation? Defibrillation is always the answer on your exam, but don't forget that they also need CPR in between the cycles of defibrillation. What are some complications of pericarditis? The big ones to look for are pericardial effusion and cardiac tamponade. What are the major Jones criteria used to diagnose rheumatic fever? Carditis, polyarthritis, Sydenham's chorea, erythema marginatum, and non-tender subcutaneous nodules. Which arrhythmia is most commonly associated with morbidity from myocardial infarction? Ventricular fibrillation. What are some medications that might worsen the symptoms of Raynaud's disease? Vasoconstrictors like decongestants, stimulants, tryptans, and ergots. Which heart valve is most likely to be injured by rheumatic fever? The mitral valve. What is the ankle brachial index used to screen for? Peripheral artery disease. What is the most common cause of pericarditis? Viruses. List five risk factors associated with deep vein thrombosis. Prothrombotic states, especially factor V Leiden deficiency, or antiphospholipid syndrome. Others are malignancy, long travel, surgery, obesity, sedentary lifestyle, age over 35, smoking, pregnancy, and oral contraceptives. What movements are known to worsen the symptoms of pericarditis? Lying supine, deep inspiration, and coughing. So how are we feeling after that internal medicine cardiology review? If you're preparing for the internal med and rotation exam, my best advice is to study cardiology and pulmonology together because I remember feeling like every single question was a hypoxic patient and I needed to determine whether it was a heart or a lungs problem. Also, between cardiology and pulmonology, that's 35% of your exam right there. So know heart failure really well. Um, also know your heart murmurs. If you are intimidated by them, there are some really helpful graphics online 
One of my favorite study hacks, um, even now actually as a practicing provider, I'm always doing a Google image search on any topic. I find so many helpful charts and graphics and descriptions that way. Um, okay, so that's all I have for now. Uh, there's a lot more cardiology content available and the rest of the PAEA topic list for the internal medicine and rotation exam is coming up uh, next on Physician Assistant in a Flash. Mm -hmm.